successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello, hello, and welcome to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today. However, you're joining us by podcast at iTunes or TuneIn Radio or at 980 a.m. on the radio or on talk980am.com. Also, appreciate joining us today at grillnationshow.com. Special guest hosting contributor to, to Grill Nation, uh, Andrew Bash from Bash Real Estate in studio today. Welcome to the show, Andrew. Hello, Jason. How are you? good to see you again. I'm glad to be here. So on today's show, we are going to have on a Lord. Never had a Lord on the show. Lord Earn. Lord Earn. The Earl of Earn from Northern Ireland. And uh, here to talk about Crum Castle. The website is cromcastle.com. Connected through Jess Hagen from Experience Events Group. Uh, they are really trying to expand their uh, education on the castle in America. So he's in town talking to people in Kansas City this week about his history, his family's history, and Crumb Castle. Yeah, he's a fascinating guy. Interesting he's guy. He's got a great, great accent from what I hear. Uh, Much better than the accent you and I have. Yes, Midwestern accents are boring, right? Um, real quickly, so he's going to be on the show. It's going to be really cool. You definitely want to tune in and listen to all three segments today with Lord Earn. Uh, from the Earl of Earn and Crum Castle in Ireland. It's going to be interesting to talk to him. I want to thank our partners and supporters of Grill Nation. They are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, Two West Advisors, and Ryan Rink, Bash Real Estate, Andrew Bash, guest host and contributor to Grill Nation, in studio today, Catalyst, Government Affairs, Danny Pfeiffer is a contributor, Three Year KC, Jay Rieger and Co., Ryan Maybe, and Kansas City Power and Light District. Thanks for your support of Grill Nation. Show Andrew Bash again is joining us. Bash Real Estate Group. His website is bashkc.com. Andrew, um, I'm seeing all these signs across town. They're very colorful. You like those? They're, they are all throughout town. I, I, For all of my friends and listeners, I put it up on my Facebook page, Jason Grill, uh, the new Bash Real Estate signs. They look tell, good. Tell us about that. What, what was the, the thought process behind so, the neon signs? You know, Bash uh, Real Estate is a new branding uh, approach. We are super excited. Um, I hired a guy, uh, oh, maybe 16, 18 months ago that really dialed in our whole, uh, oh, our purpose statement, I guess is what I would call it. You start there. What's your big why? Why do you do what you do? Um, was the question that we started with. And Bash uh, Real Estate is all about designing extraordinary moments. And the idea is that, you know, your house where you live is either the geographical marker or literally the housing mechanism for the moments and the memories of your life. And so our goal is to every chance that you come in contact with us, um, brighten your day or change um, 
your uh, outlook on life and hopefully the the memories and the moments that you make throughout the day are a little bit better than they were before uh, you came in contact with anything from us. Hence the color scheme that I came up with are uh, orange, pink, and gray, which are and yellow. Um, primarily because I kept looking at all the other boring, dull real estate colors that are in the country and in Kansas City in particular, and I thought, you know what, we need something outside of the box, and that's what we came up with. So, uh, Not only did you come up with colorful signs, you uh, came up with an Airstream. We do. We have, an, <laughs> we have a mobile office now. Uh, we haven't to- Which has been totally branded. Yeah, it's it's the it's the Bash Mobile, the Bash Mobile office. Um, you can see pictures of it on my I'm gonna Instagram. I'm going to retweet it too and put yeah, it up today. It's on uh, what's what's my Bash hash uh, Bash underscore KC or and Bash on Instagram. Uh, you can see photos of it. It was parked over at Homestead on Sunday. We've got four lots left at Homestead Estates. Uh, started with eleven, so it was a little mobile office. It was great. People came by, take a look at it. I, uh, where'd was, you pick this thing up at? I got this. I've been looking for one for over a year and I found one that was literally like eight blocks from my house for sale. <laughs> I bought it. I reupholstered and did some stuff on the inside. I didn't make it too nice on the inside cause I still want to take my kids camping in it, mm-hmm. but it, uh, all the inside is reupholstered. It was all done with the help of Laura Norton from, uh, Laura Norton design. I think that's her name. She's an amazing designer. And uh, she helped me pick out some of the the fabric that matched the colors of the company. And then my uh, graphic designer, uh, listing coordinator, Julie Wintering, helped with uh, the branding on the outside of it. And we're pretty excited about it. So the branding, uh, again, we're talking to Andrew Bash, Bash Real Estate, uh, contributor, guest host, and partner of Grill Nation. BashKC.com is the website. Bash the status quo. Yeah, it's in big letters across the back of your airstream. It's also your hashtag, hashtag you use. So there's two things right now. Uh, one is bash the status quo, which uh, you know, if you want to, um, really defines a lot about who we are as a company. I don't know that any everybody could get away with this, but where we are in the marketplace and how many homes we sell and the experience we have, you know, we sell about 150 to 170 houses. On average, a year, the average agent will sell five. There are teams that sell more than we do, but they have 40 or 50 agents working for them. We do this with, with basically three agents. And um, we're all about giving people an experience that is uh, high touch, high service, and um, outside of what they're, they're going to be used to. And if that's something that has appealed to you, then we're the only company that you should be talking to. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you want to be is also on there. Yeah, so... Uh, Where do you want to be? Let me rephrase that. Well, the whole phrase is, uh, you are here, uh, where do you want to be? That's what's on our on one of our business cards. We have multiple business cards as well with different colors. and um, So that has a lot of different meanings. For the person that doesn't want to go deep on it, it means uh, you're here, where do you want to be? Like, where do you want to live? For somebody that wants to go a little deeper, uh, you are here. Where do you want to be? So at any given point in time, you are where you are, both uh, physically, mentally, spiritually. And is that the place where you want to be? And our goal is to help people uh, get to, if they're not where they want to be, give them little experiences. If you drive by a hot pink sign while you're having a crappy day, maybe it puts a little smile on your face. 
Um, at the end of our listing presentations now, once you hire us, you actually pick the color of the sign that goes in your yard. So instead of having a picture from of me from 1986 <laughs> um, with my big hair and my my bad uh, glamour shot, like 95 to 99 percent of the real estate agents do, you will um, you get some control over what your front yard looks like for the next uh, well with the Bash Group maybe 20 days before we get your house sold and under and closed, but. Um, which is another reason to hire us so that you don't have a picture of uh, people in your yard for 90 to 120 to 365 days. So there's all kinds of reasons to work Look at the with Bash, Bash Real Estate. Real. Yeah, Bash Real Estate. So the website is bashkc.com. Andrew comes on once a month. He's a great guy and has a, a great business person and just a good person who's always trying to help people. And uh, very excited, Andrew, for the rebrand and what you're doing. Thanks, Jason. Uh, it looks great. Every time I drive by one of the signs, it does have a sold on it usually. It, well, so, that's our goal. So uh, check it out at Bash KC. He's also on uh, Facebook at Bash Real Estate and on Instagram uh, at Bash underscore KC. We're going to be right back on the show with Lord Earn, the Earl of Earn, talking about Crumb Castle. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation. Running down the street like your hair's on fire. Thoughts running fast like a man on the wire. Can't stop. Keep them going crazy though. TV and the radio been watching since a baby, so I'm representing Casey Mo. Welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. I'm joined again by Andrew Bash from Bash Real Estate for today's show, guest coach and contributor of the show. Uh, also, I uh, want to point out that you can listen to all of our old shows at grillnationshow.com. All of our podcasts are up there. They're also on iTunes. I thank you for downloading on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. Uh, I've had some really good success with uh, the listeners on iTunes, and people have been sending in great uh, insights and whatnot about iTunes. So thanks for listening on iTunes as well. I want to introduce our first guest who will be with us for the rest of the show today. Uh, relate, a connection through Jess Hagen at Experience Events Group. We have Lord Earn, the Earl of Earn, in studio today. Uh, from Northern Ireland, who is here in Kansas City uh, for a few days to talk about Crum Castle. Uh, you can check it out at crumcastle.com. Really excited to have the Lord Earn in studio in Kansas City today. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Nice to have you. Uh, we can tell by your accent. You're not from the United States, uh, <laughs> which I'm sure you've heard uh, throughout your travels here in America. But I want to kind of talk about kind of your background first off and kind of how you got connected to Kansas City and to uh, Jess Hagen and Experience Events Group. Let's start there to kind of talk about the relationship that brought you to Kansas City, and then we'll get into your family's history. Well, as part of the ongoing struggle back at the castle to keep the roof on and pay some fairly astronomical bills, um, we diversified about uh, seven, eight, nine years ago into weddings from local weddings to destination weddings, and we've been lucky enough to have people getting married at the castle um, from all corners of the globe. Um, one wedding in particular, uh, there was a great guy there. I was actually in London at the time, and my manager uh, was running the wedding for me that particular day, and uh, um, Philip Simpson um, was there and just said, listen, this is an amazing place, and I've got some quite good ideas about how... I could help Lord Anne, and mm -hmm. my manager said, well, listen, why don't you go and meet him in London when you're next over? And we did, and we got on incredibly well. And Philip has been 
with me now for about six, seven years, doing his utmost to bring business to the castle. And part of that was his connection with Harvest Productions here in Kansas City. Uh, and I'm delighted to say that over the last three years, Philip has been able, in conjunction with Harvest, to do some workshops, some mm-hmm. events at the castle, um, which has helped enormously. So we're very grateful to him and, of course, to Harvest Productions for looking after me here this week, and hopefully we can all work together to um, keep the castle alive, which is really, it's not really about me, it's, it's, it's about the house, mm-hmm. if, that make, if that makes any sense. Let's talk about your history. Mm-hmm. Where your family's from, and uh, let's go through that. Well, back in the early 1600s... I think that really sets up the history of the castle. Absolutely. Uh, funny enough, we actually didn't originate from Ireland. We actually came from Scotland. We was known as Ulster Scots, and the Crichton family uh, came from Crichton Castle, just outside Edinburgh mm-hmm. in Scotland. And we went over... <laughs> as I said, in the days of the plantation, because land was uh, fairly cheap, and I think there was, you know, an obsession to have more land, etc. And in those days, I think you could actually have quite a lot of land without being taxed, etc. So we went over, uh, and we actually married into a family uh, called Spottiswood. We married Bishop Spottiswood's daughter. Hmm. And he actually uh, owned the lands of Crumb, Um, and uh, we then acquired, through the Balfour family, the old castle, um, which is now a ruin today. Um, From then, we got very active in politics and and the Irish Parliament. Um, One of the first earls um, was uh, an MP for Lifford, so we were granted uh, a title of the Earls of Erne, which is an Irish title, and then some many years later, we were granted uh, an English title, which meant that we could sit in the House of Lords. But um, without mentioning names, a certain Prime Minister some years ago decided it would be quite a nice idea to get rid of um, the hereditary peers, so I sadly cannot sit (laughs) in the House of Lords anymore. But I went there when Dad was alive, and it was lovely. Mm. It's fascinating to me how much family history that, that you have. And, you know, when you talk to people in America... They just they don't know anything about their family history, and it's amazing to hear how how fluent and how well versed you are in the history of your of your family. Well, that's very kind. Um, with the sad departure of my father last December, um, I was the only son. I had uh, four older sisters. Mm-hmm. That's got to be so interesting. Work uh, that upbringing. one out. <laughs> um, and you know, I was a viscount. You know, that is the title given to the first son of an earl. And I was Viscount Crichton from when I was born until the 23rd of December. And when I found Dad, uh, literally, sadly, he had passed away very peacefully, I suddenly thought, gosh, this is a change. And I'm now the Earl of Erne. And mm-hmm. I'm the seventh Earl of Erne. And you just take it on straight after. You took it on and you had a, uh, you, you had obviously had a business life. I did. You You're were- absolutely right. I was in London. You were in London and you were in the real estate, right? Mm-hmm. So you had a whole other existence. Yeah, I mean, I was having a double life, really. I was doing my London work, which was consultancy. I was buying flats for clients who couldn't do it themselves. Maybe they were foreigners or maybe they were very busy people who didn't have the time of the day to find it. So I was a, a search agent or a relocation agent. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I was overseeing 
the business of the west wing of the castle. Uh, my father was still living in the main part of the castle, but I had a manager in those days, so he would run the business, but I'd be on the phone every day saying what's going on, everything all right, etc. And then I'd go back as many weekends as I could, but now obviously things are different. I'm, I'm back there full time, which I love. Very peaceful. Andrew, you got any questions here? Uh, well, I'm just curious what are where the sisters are. Are they on the property too, or also, or where where? How does uh, that work? Living with four sisters growing up had to be a. Uh, I I had it. two, and I, I you and I are kindred spirits. That's not an easy <laughs> task at hand at all. I think you understand women a lot more. If yes, you, if, if you've grown up with them. Certain moments. Which causes you to be surprised that you ever got married. <laughs> I'm working on that one. I'm kidding everyone listening. <laughs> I'm working on that one. Um, no, I, I'm very close to them. They are lovely and they are, as I say, they're scattered over the United Kingdom from Scotland uh, down to London and down to Dorset, which um, is a county in the southwest of England. How does that work for for our listeners, though, as far as are you now the owner of the castle because you are the the only son, or does the family still own the castle? Or I'm just curious. No, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you exactly. Um, you have a system uh, which is quite frustrating in one way because unlike uh, the royal family, whoever's born first, as you can know with Kate and William, uh, that child succeeds to the title, the monarchy, in that particular way. In the aristocracy, below the royal family, uh, we have a different system where it is the boy, which seems crazy and weird in these modern times. Why shouldn't it be the girl? Um, so it was obviously more important in those days for my father to produce an heir. And yeah, he had four girls and... You know, kept going. And kept going, as they say. Poor mum. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you're the youngest. And I'm the youngest, but I'm also the only boy. Okay. So I always knew that it would come to me and that I would be responsible. So on my father's death, it was only right, if that's the right way to put it, uh, that I would inherit the castle and obviously his title. Now he had passed away of the Earl of Anne. Before I was Viscount Crichton, which is the first son of an earl while his father's still alive. So what do you think when you come to uh, compare the castle life, compare Ireland to America, when you come to America, what, what are the differences in your mind? As wow. someone that, that's, that's, that's obviously well-versed and cultural. When you come yeah. to America, what, what, do you, what do you think? But there's, there's so much history over here that I, I, you know, like you guys questioning me about history in Ireland and how the aristocracy works... You know, I could turn this around on my own radio show because there's so much I could ask <laughs> about you guys. What I've always believed, and it's really why I am wanting to talk to the American market about coming to stay at the castle with me as a paying guest, is that you guys seem to have a wonderful fascination with the aristocracy, castles, etc., and particularly on the back of Downton Abbey. And regrettably, it's something you don't have out here. Mm-mm. So if I can give the Americans a little bit of history and a little bit of experience to help them understand what it's like by doing it this way around, then I'm, I'm a happy boy. Let's talk about how it's different. If you, and we'll get into this in the next few segments of the show uh, about Crumb Castle, but why, why is the going to Crumb Castle different than going to you know, a different place in, in, in Europe, a different castle? I know you have like a very exclusive 
service, VIP service when you when you go there, more so than other a hotel would. Or well, another I, hassle. I think you've hit the nail on the head. Um, I want to host them. I want to be there. Um, people can rent stately homes all over the world with staff, but you will find the owners won't be there. They will be five miles down the road in their own separate house. They might come up for a drink and say hello if they feel that they've got to do the old PR exercise. <laughs> but when I had Americans particularly coming around the house this summer just for a tour and then they go off and do their own thing. Um, it struck me how much they appreciated the host being there, a mm-hmm. member of the family showing them round uh, and actually being able to relate to the history. This is where I was brought up. That was the nursery passage that I had my nannies when I was, you know, a, a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where we ate as children. Um, this is where this happened. This is where that happened, etc. So I just think I'm bringing more of a personal uh, touch to it. People love that. People love that, America. Lord Earn, the Earl of Earn, is with us today on Grill Nation Show, uh, talking about the Crum Castle. The website is cromcastle.com. Thanks to Experience Events Group and Jess Hagen for introduction uh, for the show today. We'll be right back on Grill Nation. First things first, I'm the realest. realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right. I just want to chill, got a sack for us to roll. Married to the money, introduced her to my stove. Showed her how to whip and now she remixed it for low. She my track queen. Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill on Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Appreciate you joining us as well today on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and at GrillNationShow.com where you can find all of our podcasts, photos of our guests, which we'll post after each show, and all of our social media information. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Want to welcome guest host, contributor, and partner of Grill Nation Show back after the break. Here we are with Andrew Bash uh, from Bash real estate. How are you, Andrew? I'm good. It's good to see you again. Good to see you. Um, Very special guest today uh, from across the pond, if you will. We have Lord Earn, who's the Earl of Earn, uh, in studio today, thanks to Jess Hagen. Uh, Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you. Um, Okay, so let's first off, let's let's talk a little bit about your background. And you're from uh, Northern Ireland, correct? Uh, I am indeed. Absolutely. Um, The family goes back... uh, probably about 350 years, uh, and without sounding a bit greedy, we actually have two titles. Mm-hmm. Um, when Ireland was a whole, uh, we were granted uh, an Irish peerage known as the Earls of Anne, uh, and then much later on, uh, we were granted uh, an English peerage, uh, without complicating you, where we sat in the House of Lords in Westminster in London as Baron of Fermanagh. So we're a bit unusual that we've got two titles Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Crum Castle. That's my home. <laughs> um, didn't know much about it, but I, I looked it. Up, I looked it up and did some research this morning. At, and the website is cromcastle.com. Um, tell us about this place. It looks incredible. I've been to Ireland before. You have I've never been to Northern Ireland. Though. It's time you came. Uh, I need to get over there. Uh, but I've loved Ireland when I've been there. Uh, but yeah, this this castle, this family castle, is pretty amazing. Well, it's uh, it's the second home in our family. Uh, we uh, had uh, what is now called the Old Castle, which sits on a ruin 
uh, as a ruin rather uh, on Locan, um, and uh, that's still to be seen today. Uh, that very sadly uh, got burnt down uh, by fire uh, by a rather careless maid uh, back in 1760 who was going up the stairs uh, with a candle and she dropped it and the place went up. So uh, we think she probably got fired literally in the morning uh, by her boss. Um, what does fired look like back in 1760? Is fired <laughs> just a lot of flames. Yes. No, I meant her getting fired. I was, well, she, she caused a fire and then... Well, I, I hope she got out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do, honestly. <laughs> so uh, there was a bit of a gap. Um, uh, the third Earl of Erne at the time, he was uh, having uh, dinner in his club in London and they went over to him and said, I'm sorry to disturb you, my lord, but your castle has burnt down. And he said, well, build it back up again. Mm. So um, they did. And it took uh, about 100 years in those days to build the present castle, um, which is very interesting in one way, because although it is uh, Victorian, um, Victorian properties can be rather austere and uh, slightly dour um, in some retrospect. And we had an architect called Edward Bloor, who was responsible for parts of Buckingham Palace, and he made it look very pretty and sort of fairy tale like. Mm-hmm. And that's the present castle we live in today. And it was uh, featured on BBC television production, was it not? Yes, it was. Uh, for those of you out there who've heard of a very famous uh, uh, playwright author called P.G. Woodhouse, uh, responsible for Jeeves and Worcester, um, with Hugh Laurie, who I think is very big out here, uh, one of our great English actors. Um, uh, so uh, they made um, a rather wonderful, ridiculous um, comedy drama called Blandings, uh, which I have to say for those of you out there who've seen it, uh, is not how we normally behave. <laughs> but it had some great actors, Tim- Timothy Spall from Harry Potter uh, and Jennifer Saunders, um, absolutely fabulous, um, some names that are quite well known. So tell us about the castle. I mean, I know there's a ton of different things that are going on over there, uh, a lot of different rooms, you have events, Tell us about what we can expect if we have the uh, luck, lucky enough to visit the castle someday, well, I which think, is what we hope people will do. Well, I hope so. Um, I mean, I think um, in this day and age, um, unless you are you know, loaded, um, which sadly we are not, and you want to stay and preserve your home, and mm-hmm. we're custodians, we're life tenants. It's a privilege and honor to have a building like this, but along with it, I'm afraid, goes some rather astronomical and drastic bills <laughs> Um, and uh, I feel that everyone is now using their asset, um, if they don't have much money, to bring in income, to keep the family there, to look after the roof, etc. And you'll find that most big stately homes in the United Kingdom um, and Northern Ireland uh, are doing some sort of commercial. I mean, even Her Majesty's opening her back garden in August, isn't she, at the Palace in London? So we're not alone. Mm. So the West Wing. We're familiar with the West Wing here in America. You are. Not quite the same. <laughs> what, <laughs> or, what, or what goes on in it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the West Wing <laughs> at, at, at Crumb Castle. Um, the West Wing is uh, it's, it's, it's actually a self-contained uh, wing uh, of the castle. Uh, my dear late father said that we lived in a semi-detached castle, which I always find uh, rather amusing. But it is, uh, as I said, it's self-contained. It's um, uh, sleeping... Uh, 12 people, and you have your own front door, your own drive, your own boiler, and in you come, and you can take the whole place completely exclusively and privately for your own use for a weekly let, a weekend let, etc. 
and it sits in 1,900 acres of the most beautiful parkland on Loch Earn. Uh, and that parkland is managed by a fantastic organisation called the National Trust, which is similar to your great Royal Oak Foundation out mm-hmm. here, and they preserve the estate and look after it. But you've got this great private area around the castle, which is our private family gardens, and so anyone taking the West Wing for a vacation or a holiday can enjoy the private gardens as well. We're talking with Lord Earn, who's the Earl of Earn. Andrew, you have a question? What, what You probably don't use footage, but what? how how large is the castle? As you look at I mean, it's an amazingly beautiful property when you look at it online, but like, what is the square footage? Like, how big is the castle? Um, well, it's a quadrangle, and it's split into, obviously, four sides. Uh, there's an L-shaped side, which is uh, the, the West Wing, and then there's the private side, which I'll come on to a bit, um, a bit later. Uh, and then you've got the East Wing, which almost resembles life like Downton Abbey with the old kitchen downstairs. But I'd say probably, all in all, you're looking at about twenty to 30,000 square feet. Explain that to us with, with the Downton Abbey. Uh, connection when people are trying to understand what a lord is uh in here in america that you can you can maybe compare it to something that we've seen on television on downton abbey well it really does help having seen downton abbey because we although we are obviously much later on um in in that period drama what you see on the television would have been what life would have been like back at crumb back in the 1920s Mm -hmm. when my grandmother or my great-grandmother would have been alive. Um, the aristocracy still very much um, is very apparent in the United Kingdom. Uh, we're much more toned down and scaled down now, uh, but, you know, a great privilege to have been born with a title uh, mm-hmm. and to and to honour it. I'm not married yet, Lord, Lord Ern, um, but if I wanted to get married, I could get married at the castle. Is that you, right? You certainly can. Uh, we've started to do... Uh, particularly destination weddings um, in the last five or six years. When, when you get to be my age, that's what all your friends want you to have as a destination wedding. Really? Yes, yes. Take your friends on a trip, experience something that's not a typical church here in, a, in, the, in the Kansas City area. But let's they go they actually want you to elope so that they don't have to pay to go somewhere. <laughs> we, but you think they want a destination wedding. We can do elopements. Um, we're, we're licensed for everything. So, um, you know, if you want to get married at Crum, it's, it's, <clears> a, it's a wonderful place to do. Um, I think that particularly you've got the exclusivity. It's a private let. You know what happens with a lot of people? They get married maybe um, in a hotel or a venue where there might be two or three weddings going on the same day. Mm-hmm. You, Ballrooms, you know, it's not it's just stuffy. A lot you, of stuffy. Yeah, you guys will not see anyone else who is not your guests or the staff that are looking after you for the time you're at Crumb. So you're enclosed in this sort of beautiful area and a castle. Uh, to have your special day. What's what for? For instance, how do we? Okay, so geography-wise, where, where is the best place if we were going to fly to the castle? Where would we fly into? Well, actually, we are very conveniently situated uh, between three airports. Okay. Uh, you've got two great airports in the north called Belfast City or Belfast International, and particularly for the American market coming over, uh, they can fly into Dublin. Uh, and have a you know a good couple of nights in Dublin. Probably arrive a bit weary. At <laughs> what? How far away <laughs> after O'Connell Street, like you know? Um, but um, and then there, I think they're all about two hours within, within two hours. That's the greatest part about Ireland. When I was over there, I took the the train from Dublin to Galway, 
uh, man, it was it was so fast and it was so convenient and it was easy to move around and you know you can travel over there pretty easily. There's a lot compared to, to America, exactly very easily. What would be the best time of year to visit the castle if you were to pick an optimal? Well, we are. I mean, effectively, we're open all year round uh, because you know, regardless of the seasons, we still got astronomical bills to pay out. You only have to look at the place to understand why. So. Um, we can do any season, but I would say the best time to come to Crum is uh, the end of May, beginning of June, right through till September. Everything's out. It's all looking brilliant. It's all looking new and fresh, uh, and the place looks stunning with the lock. We'll mention, too, that you can do a tour of the castle before we go to break here. You do tours? I, I do. I do. We uh, are not actually open to the general public at the current stage. Uh, the National Trust have the estate and they have their members and members of the public that can walk around, but they can't come up to the castle. You've got this great private area right around it. So I choose, as and when I want to, to open the house <coughs> to pre-booked groups, of which we've done some great tours um, this summer with the American market, and they've all been very complimentary. So I, I'm very grateful to all of you out there for, for keeping our roof on. Thank you. <laughs> We're talking to Lord Earn, the Earl of Earn, today on Grill Nation Show. We're right back after the break. I want to talk more about the castle and talk about your, your visit here to Kansas City and uh, you know how, how it's gone so far and, and what you're excited about. Uh, you're listening to Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Appreciate you joining us. We'll be right back after the break. I turn the music up. I got my records on. I shut the world outside until the lights come. Welcome back to Grill Nation here on Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. This is Jason Grill. Thanks for listening as well, however you are today, uh, including on podcast and GrillNationShow.com. We're joined today by Guest Coast contributor and partner of Grill Nation, Andrew Bash from Bash Real Estate, and Lord Earn, the Earl of Earn from Northern Ireland, is in Kansas City this week. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Thank you. Tell us about your uh, your travels. Well, Welcome to the Midwest. Have you ever been to the Midwest? I have never been here, and I've been very, very excited um, about um, coming here. Um, I've been very lucky to have um, some clients. Um, Jess, we, you were, Jess Hagen, yes. Absolutely, who's been amazing, uh, together with Harvest Productions um, and my man on the ground back home in Ireland, Philip Simpson, who have put together this trip. Um, I'm actually spending two weeks out here in the States, so I kicked off um, in New York. Uh, at the weekend, okay, just to get over the jet lag. Sure, um, sure, sure. Which was boy. How was New York for you? New York was amazing. I haven't been here for, there for about ten years, mm-hmm. and I think you've hit a record high in temperature. Actually, so <sighs> that was lovely to leave a rather cold Ireland and come to and come to sunny, sunny, sunny New York was fantastic. Um, so I had a few meetings there yesterday, and then uh, hit the road down here to Kansas City. What are your impressions so far of Kansas City? Friendly. amazingly friendly I mean just the minute I walked into my hotel they couldn't have been nicer and this morning I I wish I had a video camera because it was just a wonderful experience you know everyone said hello how are you maybe it's the accent I don't know but they 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 just the accent Uh, you have a great accent they just picked up that um, that I probably wasn't a local (laughs) Um, so um, particular mention to Peggy who's um uh, who works there, who helped me get my breakfast, because you make your own waffles for breakfast, which is quite fun. So, um, <laughs> maybe I should start my own cookery show, Waffle waffle Away, which I'm doing, actually, so I better stop talking. Sorry. <laughs> Don't give away all your secrets. So, mm. so 
coming to Kansas City, you're really trying to expand and talk more about the Crumb Castle and, and, and what, what you can offer uh, to business folks, to founders of organizations, to people that want to get married. It's really about an education, right, and connecting with people here about the castle. Is that right? You're absolutely right. Uh, we are, um, we're, I mean, we're an exclusive venue. Uh, the county road ends with us, and we're surrounded by water. So privacy um, is, is key at Crumb, and there's no better place to be. You've got no one who can pry too much because it's quite hard to get there, um, and especially up to the castle. And we are diversifying um, in lots of different ways. So uh, the commercial side started about 10 years ago when I became of an age where I was going to support my, my late father uh, to try and give him some support to help the other side of the house. So we started weekly lets and weekend lets there. And they, 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 they were okay, and we got mm-hmm. some, some good lets. And then we went into the wedding market, uh, and that really has been a huge help and, and has sort of kept us, kept us going. Um, but I'm, I've got some other ideas up my sleeve, which... Um, I'm you had a TV to... show being filmed there, obviously. Yeah, Blandings was filmed there, we talked about earlier. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so as a film location, it's quite special. Um, mm, another thing, too. Uh, yeah, filmers. Yeah. Uh, that could be huge to grow the, grow the visitors to the castle, uh, getting more exposure on movies. Well, we certainly did on the back of Blandings. Uh, we got put on the map even more, which is great. And I also made a documentary uh, with my late father um, called Keeping the Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, which was screened back home um, in Ireland, and, and that worked. Now, you live in the castle. Uh, I there's do. A, there's a, there's a crown es, uh, crumb estate. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. So that's, that's part of the, the other end of the, of the castle. Uh, the crumb estate um, is actually the land. Okay, uh, yes. And as a family, we own the castle outright. Okay. And the land is owned by the National Trust, which is your equivalent to the Royal Oak Foundation. Okay. So we have two sides to the That's castle. right, yes, yes. Uh, the West Wing we've spoken about, yes. and that is very much the commercial side. You can take that for weekly lets and weekend lets. And actually, for the first time, I can remember for a long time, in June this year, we had three weeks back-to-back of people on a self-catering basis, uh, although they could have catering if they wanted to. And I'd pop in and say, good morning, how are you, and what are you doing today to try and help them? <laughs> and they were all from the American market, which was wonderful. Really? Mm. Texas and California. That's interesting. So Americans are visiting. They are. In good numbers. Um, and I think, you know, uh, a lot of Americans have uh, quite deep Irish roots. So they like to come oh, back yes. and see where maybe their families lived and try and trace their ancestors. Uh, but also what we've got to offer there, which is just, you know, a haven of wildlife and boating. And you have water. We've got 40 miles of it. I didn't know that. Until mm. I'm looking at the website now at Crumb Castle. The website is CRO. C-R-O-M-Castle.com. So not so just you. You might want to tell Jason what a lock is because that would help him understand that we were talking about water. Well, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lock is an inland, almost like an inland lake um, that flows from one end of the county, which is the south mm-hmm. uh, into the Republic, and that's the Shannon Waterway, and that goes 40 miles right up uh, to our capital town called Enniskillen. Uh, and then that eventually finds the River Urn back into Loch Urn and out to the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, get in a boat, you get over here. So you do like a, you do boating tours? Uh, we have our own boat at home, which is a, a sort of traditional Loch Urn cot boat. It's like a long boat where you can get about 12 people in. And uh, we can do tours uh, on the lake. Water skiing? Uh, yes, we're, we're a bit more of peace and we're, tranquility we're, back down in Florida. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, no jet skis are on the lock? No. 
We all love them, but uh, yeah, it's quite nice to hear. You'll because... need to see pictures of Party Cove and Lock of the Ozarks. It's much <laughs> yeah. different than the Lost Town. American, American boating is different. Than, yes. Uh, and the yeah. Irish boating. A little more grungy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so tell us more. Okay, so you're in, you're in Kansas City. Uh, what are your goals with what you're trying to do in, in Kansas City? What I'm trying to do is, is look at uh, a brand new venture, um, which I think uh, theoretically suits the house um, in, in, in the best possible way. Um, you know, I've got a huge amount of respect for Crumb Castle. It's my beloved home. I've grown up there. And I want to work out for the rest of my life what is right for the house um, and how to respect it and also to make um, some money to be able to keep the family there mm-hmm. and to keep the roof on. Uh, so I thought that maybe on the back of Downton Abbey, and the um, interest in old buildings uh, and the aristocracy uh, that I would put together um, a program where I would invite uh, the American market to come over and stay with me uh, like a house party. Um, (laughs) And they would come over and I would host them um, for breakfast, lunch, tea and dinner. And I would be their host and their guide as if you guys were my best mates and you were coming over for the weekend or for a week. And I would afford you the same courtesy as I would to these people, except that they are kindly paying me some money. What is the attire uh, at Crumb Castle? So if, I, if Andrew and I go for a, uh, a week, do we, are we in ties all the time or are we dressed down? How does that work? Do you know what? It's, it's, although you are my guests, it would be wrong just to throw things at you that you weren't expecting. So part of the experience, once people have shown an interest would be to get in touch and say, listen, uh, Lord Ern is going to be your host. This is what's on offer. And why don't you choose what you would like to do? Okay. I'm not expecting everyone to have to put, you know, tuxedos in their luggage and come over and excess baggage and all of that. But <laughs> if they say, do you know what? We love Downton Abbey. Uh, we would like a black tie dinner one night uh, with the Earl. And I'd be hosting it anyway, so I just go up to my bedroom and put my, put my black tie on. <laughs> I love um, it. I love it it. Wouldn't, wouldn't be a problem, just as long as the gong didn't go too quickly before dinner. Um, but we would almost give them opportunities uh, which would be off the beaten track. We would open doors, mm-hmm. literally, to other places locally where they could enjoy the company of particularly a Duke and Duchess, who we know very well, or a Viscount and Viscountess. Or a Lord and Lady's Garden. These things aren't available to everybody. Great. Uh, Lord Earn, the Earl of Earn, thanks for coming on the show today, and thanks for coming to America. We're looking forward to checking out the Crumb Castle at CROMcastle.com. Safe travels. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation. We'll see you next week.